script. Listen to my podcast about sports, about sports, about sports. Howdy, Ags, from the tailgate, home of Aggie football. Today, today, my friends, we welcome the J Train to the podcast. What's up, Javorski? Hey, what's happening? What's going on? Man, just loving to have you on, man. Getting a little Aggie love over here. What you been up to, man? Tell us a little bit about what's going on in life. Oh, man, I'm just enjoying life, man. Out of sight, out of mind. Trying to keep my health together and helping these kids as much as possible, man. Yeah, so you got you got a, you got a deal going on down there doing some training with some kids. You want to tell some folks about that? Yeah, I opened up a training facility in, um, in Sweeney, Texas, in South Texas, uh, Brazoria County. It's kind of out of the way, so it's kind of more my speed where I'm at in life, man. So, and, you know, my life slowed down a little bit, and, you know, I'm just in the old man. I'm in the old man lane. Hey, man, man. Join the club, brother. Join the club. Hey, yo. <laughs> Y'all speak for yourselves, man. I'm still young. I wish. Hey, I want <laughs> Hey, you you went to high school over in Lufkin, man. I, I I'm a I, I'm a former East Texas guy. I spent a little time coaching over in Dieball. And what do you think about Lufkin, man? That you still you still go spend some time down there. You still got family and things over there. Yeah, my, all my family's still there, man. I don't do too much Lufkin anymore, man. It's it's done changed a little bit, so man, I don't really yeah. go back too yeah. much. You know, I always find it interesting because you know back then at that time East Texas was the place for the big time, the best athletes in Texas, man. Oh yeah, bro. From, I would say from, I would say from 98 to 2007, bro, from in East Texas period, that was the Mecca of high school football. Did I, I want to make sure that I'm not, I'm not telling folks lies, but as a senior, 19, over 1900 yards and 36 touchdowns, right? Is that right? 42 touchdowns. 42. <laughs> yeah. Check your stats. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. That is production, baby. Hey, Javorski, what were you running when you did that? Were you running like a 4-3, 4-4? I wouldn't have no hamstrings if I was running a 4-3. <laughs> nah, I was a – man, I was a – man, I was – dude, I was an average speed guy, bro. I was a 4-7, 4-8, 4-6 guy. Uh, and, gotcha. Man, you can big and, motherfucker, though. If you're running that right there at 4-6 – I'm running the hell away from you. You're yeah, chasing just, me. I'm running a four three. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man. I got I got penalized a little bit for my comments to some scouts and stuff about forty yard dashes and stuff. So man, I didn't <laughs> I didn't take the forty yard serious, man. Hey, the way I see it is, watch the film, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. That's and that, that's and that was my hey, and that was my comeback. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Play hey Jay, it runs in the family though, man. Jermichael Finley, right? Piggy yep. Stanton. Yep. Both of those cats, I mean, big time, big time ball players too. You have a younger brother, another younger brother that, that also played college ball? Man, I got a man, I got a yeah, Jacoby Ashworth. That's the That's, one I'm talking about. Yeah. I yeah. thought so. Yeah, it's in the blood, bro. You no, know, sh- like you ain't kidding. It's just one of those deals, bro, where you know what I'm saying? I kind of look at it like <laughs> it's it's funny, but I kind of look at it like breeding animals, man. It's it's man, pretty it's much true. it's pretty much the same deal. Like if you got a good bull, you know what I mean? You 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 put them right. out. You, 
you, you put them helpers out there. I was gonna, ask, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if it, if it was something in the water over there in East Texas, man. <laughs> man hey, hey, it's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something hey, going so on. What, let me ask you this, man. So then, Aggieland, two thousand five, right? with your freshman year? Yep. What brought you to Aggieland, man? What, what, what made you make the choice? Man, honestly, man, it's 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 two deals, man. Really, my high school principal, Roy Knight. Um, he brought me to his office, and he was just like, "Hey, man, I, I'm following your your recruiting, but I want to give you I want to give you some game for life." So he talked to me about you know I mean the life after football aspect, you know. So, man, you know my family, we really don't have a a college background and, you know what I mean, going to college and stuff like that. So it was a really a decision that I was going to make for myself. So he really basically explained to me, like, I wouldn't go be an athlete for him. You that's know, that's so, good guidance right, right there, brother. Right. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, he gave me that jewel, like, look, you know, so I don't care where you are in the world, uh, Aggie is going to take, uh, take care of an Aggie, and, and we run this. So let, so let me ask you, and, and we'll get back to your playing career a little bit, but you, you got a son that plays baseball, right? Yeah, Jaworski Lane Jr. There you go. And he, he just committed to the Aggies to play baseball, right? Yes, sir. So did you tell him the same thing? Hey, I told him the same damn thing, man. It's Bro, don't be stupid. The, 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 the foundation is already laid. That's right. Now you, now you just be a smarter, smarter version and – and go get the bag. That's right. That is right. <laughs> hey, folks in Aguiland, folks in Aguiland are ready to continue the tradition of Javorski Lane, baby. Oh, man. He, he, hey, man, that's what it's all about. 100%, man. 100%. So, you got any favorite memories of Aguiland or a best game that, you know, from back in the day? Which one, which one stands out to you? Oh, beating Texas ass in Austin, 12 to 7. <laughs> Wait, what do they say? Is put them down. Hey, it's horns down, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Hey, a, a topic that always interests me, man, is 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 coaching. I'm a former coach, right? And look, mm-hmm. you went through it. You went from Fran to Sherman, man. Talk about changing everything. Changing everything. So, tell us about that, man. Tell us about the transition from one to the next. Bro, see, I already didn't. I'm not gonna say I didn't like friend, but I didn't like what what our philosophy was. So I was already in a frustration battle of transferring. Should I transfer? Or not transfer, right? Then Sherman comes in. It's really I'm really thinking about transferring because I don't really know this dude. Yeah, right. So I get in that process. Like, okay, he he did come from the league. He knows about the league, then you move me to fullback. Bro, I never played fullback in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know nothing about fullback, bro. So at that so that time, dude, that transition was extremely hard for me as a young kid. Yeah, I can imagine. Hey, that's this is from a guy who was I mean, you were the center point of that offense with Fran to a certain extent, right? I mean, the the downhill right. run that you took. In the zone yeah. read scheme that he was famous for, yeah. I mean that was you. Yeah, yeah, we didn't like if if you if you go really look at the stats, twenty or plus carries we win. 
That 20 or less, we lose. Mm. As a so- sophomore, right? 19 touchdowns? 19. That in the last in the last three games, I didn't touch the rock at all. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> why? Did you ask him why? Why the hell not? Man, bro, like, I mean. What? That doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. No, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I, and I come from Lufkin, man. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, I was in, I was in, I was in a confused state of mind at that time because, man, I come from Lufkin, man. And, dude, we won. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, you want to win? Give me, get. I mean, give your players the ball, right? Give your players the rock, and I didn't understand that. Hey, along those lines, another guy that came from Lufkin played. You played with him in high school, Reggie. Reggie, who I thought was probably the most misused, just player in maybe in the history of A&M, that dude just got done wrong when Fran got over there. I mean, what he did as a freshman, as a yeah. freshman to go into Kyle Field and beat a number one Oklahoma team, right? I mean, that yeah. that dude's skills were just, I mean, through the roof, man. Talk to yeah, us about yeah, Reggie. We, man, dude, like, I got, to, I got to grow up with Reggie, man, and I got to see Reggie at 13, 14, 15, six, 16, playing baseball, running track. The dude probably was one of the best athletes I've ever seen. And you know what I mean? And how he got done at AM, bro, it's I we was talking about it this weekend together at the Alabama game. Like yeah. I like, I'm still confused of of what happened. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't it. get it. Because, you know, folks yeah. talk about how good of an athlete he was. That dude could throw the rock now. That's what, that's what I tell him. I'm like, yeah. I don't understand, like, what GM, what scout said that you were a wide receiver. Like, I still don't understand it. No no offense against Ryan Tannehill. He's not better than Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not a Reggie McNeil. Uh, no. uh, RG3 no. is not better than the Reggie McNeil. Uh, Vince Young is not better than the Reggie McNeil. Like, no. like a, Rus- a, a Russell uh, Wilson is not better than the Reggie McNeil. It's so it's kind of like better than many people right now. Struck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he need to hang it up, man. Hey. Struggling. I don't know what happened to that guy, but he is struggling. Hey, man, it's times changing. Times changing, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and you know he's he's getting older, and some of those athletics. Athletic skills that he used to have that helped him out, maybe not helping him out as much, right? Oh yeah, bro. We get, oh, bro. And one thing about that league, bro. Once you get old, it's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> no, it's nothing, no. it's nothing you can do about it. There is trying to speed up, but it just ain't happening. You're like, no, oh, it ain't going. I got it's you. Not That's a, it's that commercial with uh with Emmett Smith and Jerry Rice, and they're like, oh man, let's try a comeback. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey these, hey, these, hey, these kids, man, Coach Javorski, man, let me see you do it. No. <laughs> no. Well, hey, man, you got to say something. That is pretty impressive what Tom Brady did playing for that long. Damn, getting beat up, he must be able to take a hit. But, I mean, he's been protected for years, too. For That's sure. True. Hey, speaking of quarterbacks, though, I think I read I, – I pulled the stats. Three for five passing as an Aggie, Javorski Lane, is with a touchdown. What? Hey, bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> that was my first position that I ever wanted to play was quarterback. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, I would like. I wanted to be a quarterback at first. Like, I talk shit. I I can still throw a football right now. Like it's like it's nothing. Hey Jaworski, if you'd have played you for the me body ball, ball, man, we'd have snapped you the ball and just let you go. Oh <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> But. Now, so look, man, Fran caught a ton of heat in Aggieland, right? People, people absolutely hated him in Aggieland, that dude. I remember I went to a coaching clinic over there when he was there, and his own coaches didn't like him, right? Yep. The, oh, yeah, bro, it was bad. Yeah. You went from there to Sherman, and Sherman on the was like the complete opposite. People, people really liked Sherman. Now, he, you went through the position change and all that, but ultimately, Sherman was also the guy that brought to you Miami, right? Yes. You, you, so it was it was one of those deals, bro, to where I was a kid, so I was still in my feelings. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was still in my feelings about the transition and the you know what I'm saying, going from from the J train to shit, really to the caboose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go from 19, I go from 10 touch playing, 19 touch playing, 16 touch playing. Then I go from when he come in from 23 carries, 93 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I was devastated, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no guidance at the time. My grandfather had passed. So my go-tos and what I went through, bro, I was still grieving through all of that stuff that nobody really didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I got I was getting investigated through the NCAA that a lot of people don't know. So dude, mm-hmm. I at, during that during that process, bro, I was going through a lot of shit as a as a kid that mentally, yeah. dude, I had to I had checked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so like I said, I I came into it into a into a, a immature approach. But once I got to the learning the business side of it, I said, you know what, let me drop my pride. Let me drop my pride. Let me drop the weight. Let me give. Let me give him what he want. And and ultimate and ultimately, man, you you got through it, right? I mean, and that that got you through the other end. You ended up with the Dolphins. You ended up with Tampa Bay, right? Yep. You got those opportunities, and that that was a that was a big deal. And let me ask you this, man: difference between you know playing in college and playing the pros. You know, they always talk about you know you know, the playbooks and all this stuff, how much more complex they are. I'll tell you what, I've, I've always been, I always thought that college coaches probably are harder workers than the pro coaches because, hell, they got to recruit and all that shit in the offseason even more than the pros. But what's your take on all that? Well, from my experience, see, I came in as a free agent, so my experience is really totally different than the draft pitch, right? But I've also seen situations to where there's no room for error opposed to the NFL versus college or high school. You make too many errors in the league, you're going to have a pink slip in your life and you'll never come back. Right. Mm. Opposed to a college guy that get bombed a few times in a big game where next week he's still starting. Yeah. Right. In the NFL, that's not going to happen. So I don't want to throw, I don't, I don't want to throw some straight bullets here at a, at a somewhat former Aggie here, but, so what do you think about the the contractual deal with Kyler Murray that he had to he had to spend so much time with the playbook or something like that or, or watching film? What how, how do you how does how do you get to that? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I was a guy that I never had to watch film either. 
Like I like it. It was. I look at film kind of pointless as a running back. As a running back, because different positions, right? Right, different positions. But I think at his position, I think you need to know everything, right? So I don't understand why he doesn't. But all I've heard from Kyler Murray is he's a head case. He's a prima donna. That's all I've heard about him. So I hmm. think everybody gets sort of that's that feeling about him, which. Right. Hey, look, man, he he he's still doing it. So I guess you got to give him a little bit of credit. Yeah. Let me get a quick ad read here. Episode today brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams, custom home builders with over 15 years of experience in Brazos Valley. If you're looking for someone that cares about you and the details you care about, contact Frida Homes. Call Justin at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves their Frida Homes. Frida Homes. Folks, don't forget to email us at axtailgate at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. As we say, smash the button and uh, leave us some comments, man. Uh, a couple of comments from this past week. We got Pete O'Neill uh, saying that uh, apparently Billy over at TechSack needs to fire all those pocket holders and hire y'all at max contracts. Hey, man, I am willing to accept a max contract. <laughs> I'm, still, I, I'm still a free agent. So, Jay, yeah. in for a max? Yeah. Max uh, contract for what? For going to bags? <laughs> Thanks, Axe. Really? You you know, as as, as long as, as long as we don't just have to follow the company line, bro. That's right. One of our boys Par says, uh renaming my more, my boy Smirkin Durkin to MD. Went to DC school and learned the term pressure. Hopefully it continues. You know, one of the big topics we've had on the show. Jay was beginning of the season. You start off this game with, you know, Miami early and the defense who's just loaded, loaded, loaded up front with studs everywhere. And they sit in there and just play passive, no pressure defense, rushing three. And then they transition. They transition into the SEC where they started just bringing pressure and try and getting after quarterbacks. You can see it in the production by the, from the defense, but you can see it in the sack numbers and the tackles for loss and everything else. What are your thoughts, man? What, what, first, what, what took them so long? And what do you think about it now? Man, I, it's, it's pretty simple for me, man. The game of football is changing. And these, I mean, it's, it, you have to think differently. You have to scheme different. You have to you have to relate to these kids and use these kids to the best of their ability. You know what I mean? Like nothing against the coaching staff, but I mean they're old school, so they're stuck in their critical thinking skills aren't aren't there anymore. And especially mm-hmm. this coaching staff that Jimbo's put together, right? Right. He brought mm-hmm. in a bunch of yes. his old school boys. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not going to translate like these kids. They, with the D line, with that we have, you pin your shit back and go. Exactly. And, Thank you. Thank you. And Corey, and Corey, what's that going to do to the secondary that we've been talking shit about? It's going to help, help the secondary. They ain't going to have to cover as much. They ain't right. going to have to cover for as long. Right. They're not going to put the guy like, on the island forever. Because, like, versus Alabama, man, you know, dude can't throw. You put pressure on him. So there let's go is. there. Let's go. Let's go to Alabama. Me and Corey. Me and Corey t- talked about Alabama last podcast a bunch, but I want to get your your thoughts, Jay. You know this 
look, every, you, people can look at it in different ways, right? 2620, it was a respectable, but you're at home in that atmosphere with yeah. that group of athletes on the field. I, I don't, I don't care who's on the other side. I don't care who's on the other side, especially in the, the way this game was played. It's unexcusable. They should not have lost that game. What's your thoughts? Man, I look at it like this, man. Like I'm, I'm a, I could be wrong, but man, I'm a, when it comes to College Station, bro, come to, come to Aggie World, bro, that's my home. You know what I mean? I like Jimbo. Don't get me wrong, but that's my home too. And I feel like, bro, it was some brotherly shit going on. Like, let me, let me. Let me take it soft on him. Let me take it easy. No, bro, you don't do Nick Saban like that, dog. No. Man, you better shoot Nick Saban. You better shoot Nick Saban when you can shoot him because he's going to shoot your ass. That's right. You kick him while he's down. While he's down, you kick him. And you keep kicking. Look, And then the the second half, I was like, bro, I wanted to fucking leave. I'll say this, and this was this is one of the things that just absolutely drove me insane in that game. And you know, first half, first drive, right? They go down, they get on on their side of the field, they get the fourth, the fourth down, they get the third and one. They still don't go, you know, heavy, try to just get the first down, right? They get in the shotgun, the same old shit. Fourth down, they do it, and now they play action passes deal, and they can't complete it. They give it up, right? And then in the second half, because they failed in the first half, that was their thought process early, right? That's the process that they came into that football game in. We're going to be aggressive. But because they failed in that first half, in the second half, when they were sitting there with the same situation on their side of the field, fourth and one, punt. What the shit is that? No, that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it was, dude, I I don't know, man. It It was disheartening. You know what I mean? Like, it was. This is a game that you must win for recruiting, yeah. for for everything. Like this is gonna stamp like everything, dude. Like, why not? What are you gonna lose? That's and that's the question, right? What what do you have to lose, right? Why not right. go all out? Why not take like, all the stops out? Like you got the money, you got the money, you got every recruit in Texas here. What are you holding back? All right, Javorski, I got a question for you. What what would you do different on the offensive side of the ball? What's what would you do different right now? Like you saw the Alabama game. What's what's wrong with our offense? I mean, I know what I think is wrong. I just want to hear what you think is wrong. I... Man, I'm a I'm a I'm a first off, I'm a I'm gonna get with my quarterback and I'm gonna see what his strengths are. Play to him, right? I'm gonna play to my quarterback and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna go to my receiving courtroom and say, look. If we don't have y'all, we don't win. We have That's a young the best receiving core in the SEC, is it not? Right. We yeah. have a young running back with Ruben Owens. I will get him more involved in the, to the passing game. The Moss kid, I will do him the inside the tackles and stuff like that. But other than that, dude, I will get I will get my more of my receivers involved, especially like you got a cat like Muhammad. Yeah, what the hell's up with that guy? Why can't he what get the, the ball? What the hell is up with that, dude? That's Every time, every time the ball goes in his direction, it's a play. Yes. And and that's what I was arguing. That's what I was arguing with that that I was telling you about earlier online about the the Stewart kid. I'm like, dude, like, are y'all not watching Muhammad? That's the that's the dog. And it's not just this year. Go watch those catches last year. Yeah, that LSU, LSU, 
He right. That's he was just doing the LSU DB wrong. Yes. I mean, you got Moose. You got Anias. You got the Stewart yes. kid. You got Thomas. Yes. I mean, you got talent. You got. Too I think much the O line is the biggest problem on our team, and you know everybody knows the O line can't protect. So why not get rid of the ball earlier? Why not do something to protect? Why My not point. keep some guys in? They're not going to be able to cover Moose. That's what. That's and that's what it has. Had the, the you know if you the theme for us over this season has been exactly that right what what are you doing Bobby Petrino in order to help the offensive line because clearly they're not they're not taking care of business so that's, are you max protecting are you getting the ball out quicker what are you doing and that's yeah. what I that's and that's what I was going that's what I was referring to earlier about the old school thinking right like we have to we have to adapt yeah like times. Has I'm sorry, times has changed. Exactly. When you I mean, see play you callers, when you see play callers like the guy we're going to see this week at Tennessee. So let's move on. We're going exactly. to go to Aggies go to Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee, to face the n- number nineteen Tennessee Volunteers. They're four and one. They lost to Florida. You know, everybody's kind of you know dropped off the map when they lost to Florida, and then all of a sudden they've won a couple of games against teams that ain't all that great, and they're back to being. You know, everybody's everybody's little Cinderella here. For us, for the Aggies, they're coming off a bye week and they're at home. I mean I don't like this. I, I don't like this spot for the Aggies at all. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't like this spot at all. I don't either. I don't like it. Being on the road, is, they're coming off a bye. They just watch us get our butts kicked in the second half against Alabama. Look, they're like, man, we're gonna put pressure on that quarterback. He's going to make a mistake. That offensive line ain't going to protect. And the coaches ain't going to make any changes. They're going to keep doing the same shit. That's what I'm worried about. I'm a, I'm, I'm with you. That's what I'm worried about. I'm with you. And on defense, they're going to be like, Durkin's going to sit there and bring pressure for a little while, and then he's going to back off for some damn reason. And the defense is going to be burnt over the top again. I mean, it's 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 common sense. <laughs> So, so, so let's go. Let's go to the Aggie D. Look, I, I'm a firm believer that this, I mean, talent wise, man, there's there's probably few squads in the country, if any, that have the sort of talent that this team has, especially in the front, right? The defensive mm-hmm. line, and this year specifically, the linebackers with Cooper, who's playing out of his mind, out of his yes. mind, and York as well, are coming in as a freshman and doing what he's doing. This front has been the best, if not the best in the in the country, the SEC. The you know maybe the best in the country as far as I'm concerned. The last couple of weeks, with that being the strength of this defense, what do you do against this volunteer offense who has been mo- a pretty successful running team this year? Not necessarily like last year where they were, you know, slinging it everywhere. Well, you got to think about if 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 I'm a if I'm a Tennessee coach right now. I'm going to think like this. Okay, they know that we're going to run the ball. But A&M just displayed that they can't fucking stop nobody <laughs> in the air. Yeah, So I'm exactly. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play action. I'm going to play action, and I'm going to go after who Alabama just went after. I'm going to use the same formula. Yeah. Corey, Corey, there's one other guy we'd probably go after. Which one do you – Which one, who do you think I'm talking about? You're probably talking about Damani Richardson. I, I, love, I love Damani, man, but coverage is not history. No, no, sir. 
Hell no. 20, he gets lost looking about in the 26. stands. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. No, he sir. He gets lost looking in the stands. I don't know what the hell he's looking at, but it ain't that guy running 10 yards behind him when he's in so, coverage. So let me running a max. Oh, it's ridiculous. So let me give you a story about that. Yeah. So I'm real cool. I'm real cool with um, uh, Terrence Kill Jr. Oh yeah, out of um, out of Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's coming to and uh, for baseball, right? So I say, hey, bro, you go, you playing football and I mean football and baseball. He's like, nah, man, they ain't offered me yet in football. I said, I said what? So I called his mama. I said, hey. Why didn't you offer TK? She said, well, at the time, they said he wasn't good enough. I said, what? <laughs> I said, so I hit, so I hit Lucci. I said, bro, this kid wants to come to AM, but if he's not gonna play football, bro, he's not he coming. <laughs> and the fact that they said that this kid wasn't fit for them, and I'm looking at like, well. Who in the hell are y'all looking at that we got right now? <laughs> so that's yeah. when I put a question mark over the IQ of our staff. Well, and and you know what? 26, man. The dude, <laughs> he's been here. He's seen you, the whole shebang. Look, he's put in his work. He's done those things. And he's got his strengths, right? But his strengths are in the box. His yes. strengths are in the box. They're not yes. deep in coverage, you know? And that coaching yes. staff is continuously putting them in those situations. That that that's my two cents anyway. That's that's what I'm saying. It's about coaching. It comes to IQ. It's not going to translate over to the NFL. The NFL is about passing now. Yeah. So you really doing this kid a disservice. In the NFL, he'll play. He'd be playing linebacker. One thousand percent. One hundred percent. So Tennessee comes in number one rushing. Offense in all the SEC, about Uh-oh. 230 yards a game. Are they going to be able to do that against this front that's been doing what it has been doing against teams? I they mean, don't have to. One, they don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to. That's uh, Alabama. Didn't, what did Alabama run for? How many yards? 26? 26 yards. They didn't have to. We made Last more time I looked, like it was 19. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> They did make Milro look look like Aaron Rodgers, right? He he, he looked like a Heisman contender, just like, like Van Dyme, just like Van Dyme against Miami, right? He was a Heisman contender against our second. And that Van Dyme game, that was that was freaking ridiculous. We didn't put any pressure on that guy. That's when yeah. that's when Durkin woke up a little bit and said, "Hey, we're going to bring some heat." And I'll tell you, that's when Edge Cooper became a draft prospect. Man, he turned his whole career around when he started putting pressure on the guy. Let him do that. Yeah, I'll say this. Look. It, Milton's another one of these guys that, I mean, has tons and tons of ability. Throwing the football from time to time, he's he's a little bit erratic. But you wait just a second and let, let those receivers get deep. I don't know yeah, that anybody's got, got a bigger arm than that big guy. I don't know. Milrow had a big arm. Yeah, he forced us. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, they're pretty. I think they're a lot alike. I think Milrow and Milton are a lot of a lot of the same. I mean, if you give yeah. Milton a chance to run, he will run. I think Milrow is going to be a better quarterback than Joe Milton when it all said and done. But they, we're looking at the same Milrow from Alabama that we almost beat last year. He, I mean, he that guy's improved. Yeah. That's the difference in coaching. You come to A and M, 
you don't get any better right now. You know what I'm saying? It ain't you go to Alabama, you're getting better. It's so so what needs to happen not, Saturday for true? this? What needs what needs to happen Saturday for this defense to be successful? What 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 should the game plan be? What should these guys be doing in order to make sure that this defense is successful against Tennessee? Jay, why don't Pressure. you start us off, man? Pressure. That's it. Pressure. I mean, that's, that's the it. only that's the only thing I can think of is pressure. That's it. Nonstop that's pressure. It. I like that idea. We've been saying Non-stop. right, Corey. We've been saying it all season. You dictate the game. You dictate the game. You bring the pressure and say, "We're going to bring it." You make changes. If you make changes, I'll tip your hat. My t- tip my hat to you. But I'm not going to sit there and start laying back and cover. Even if it's, I don't give a shit if it's third and twenty. Bring it because we'll give up a thirty yard pass. Right, we we showed it this weekend. Yep, or last weekend. Yep, you know, and the 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 other side to that is the fact that the you know this is a team couldn't create a freaking turnover to save their lives at the beginning of the season when they're sitting there playing all passive and whatever. Now all of a sudden they started to create some turnovers. That pressure is going to give you an opportunity for that. You may give up a big play from time to time. Hey, you deal with that, right? You deal with that because of all the big plays you're able to make on the other side. I 100% agree with you guys. It's got to be pressure. It's got to be pressure all the time. Um, so let's let's say you know we 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 hold these guys to 14 points. Who who's the player that stood out and made that happen? Who's the one guy that we'd say, hey, this guy needs to be the man for that to happen? Corey, what do you think? Well, I think I mean you know me. I've had a love affair with uh, McKinley Jackson and. Uh, and Cooper all year. Those two guys, those are my, I like those guys. I think Jackson doesn't get enough respect for what he does. He's getting double teamed the whole game. That guy's, he's a horse, man. He doesn't give up. That guy, he's got a motor. And Cooper, yeah. if they, as long as they don't have Cooper spying the quarterback and he just goes and gets him, because they had him spying Milro last week and I saw him in pause before he'd take off sometime. He still got three sacks. He could have had five or six. Right. You know, yeah, he, he would get, get up there and he'd stop and he'd see what Milrow's going to do. If he just goes, no telling what happens, man. Jay, what do you think? I like Jackson. Who's your guy? Man, it's really it's it's really the D line as a group. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm 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 an offensive guy, but I'm I'm more so of a of a hunter too. And your D line, man, can control. I remember you hunting for some contact game. back in the day. Say it again. <laughs> I said I remember you hunting some contact back in the day. Oh yeah, all the time. To... I, sh- I should have been a defensive guy. <laughs> yeah, you should have been. <laughs> no, that that's right. That's that's right. That's right on point, man. That's right on point. And it is about that defensive line because golly, yeah. there's so many of them, right? I mean, yeah, Noah's been absolutely outstanding. You know, Turner. We talked about Jackson. Fidel Diggs has been doing his thing too. I mean. Uh, Stewart, you know, just uh, you can just keep naming them, naming them, dude. And they're so they're so deep and they're so talented. And, and and when they let them go, boy, they make plays. Right. So let's switch over to your side of the ball. Let's talk a little bit about this Aggie offense, man. And so the Tennessee defense, for the most part, has played pretty well, but they really haven't faced a whole lot, right? When they faced Florida, Florida was able to run the football all over them, right? All over them. Now. Is that the strength of the Aggie offense? Are we going to be able to take advantage of the same weakness for for Tennessee? Jay, why don't you start us off? No, I don't think I I don't think our running game is our focal point. I mean, it's, I've 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 seen it, and it's not it. If you just if, said who our best players are, our best players are who? Uh, for me, for me, the best player on offense is Muhammad. There you go. For me, 
So you like get that's, the ball, right? That's the dog. Like you I like the, the other players, but that's the dog. So, I will run my I will run my offense through him. <laughs> so, so you're gonna line it up. Like you're gonna line it up, and we're gonna sling the ball. I'm lining it up, and I'm slinging that thing, and telling them to stop me. Corey, what do you think? What you know? Hey man, I talk like, about I like talk about the wide receivers. You know, you I talk like about the slinging, but I want to go back to the match protect that we're talking about because evidently this Tennessee team is one of the tops in sacks for some reason. They have so they play. They played a bunch okay. of shitty teams. Okay, with that case, then you take the tight end out and add another running back and match the two. Yep, I, I agree, because no offense against Jake. That joke, Matt, joke can't block shit. This guy has a, <laughs> he can't touch anything. I mean, he gets somebody gets close to him, he's running the other way. Yeah, yeah you just I'm take sorry. He's like, hey, that's my out. brother back there. Go ahead and hit my brother. I don't care. Yeah. You take your tight end out, add a running back, match the two. Look, yes. and the two running back look, the two running back look is a coach's perspective, right? Gives you so many options because now you're not stuck with a tight end that's on one side of the ball, right? You can take your running backs and go to either side. You can do whatever you want to, right? It gives you a lot more uh, flexibility as far as what you're doing with that offense. I, and I like their running backs. I really like their running backs. You, you talked about Moss and you talked about Owens, man. Tell, tell me about what you think this, this trio of running backs. Even even the fullback, uh, Crownover, has had some nice moments out there. Jaworski, give us our opinion on this running back statement. Well, you know, running back is my position. So I look at it, I look at it, I look at it a lot different. And if 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 it's if if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm grooming up Owens right now. I'm grooming like him right it. now. I'm grooming him right, right now. now. I like it. I'm grooming him right now. I'm grooming him right now. So he would have. Got... Does that mean you're going to start feeding him the ball a little bit more? I'm going for a start. I, I would have started. Feed, I would have started feeding him week one. <laughs> they did that, then they laid off, and then they. I don't understand what happened. Coaching. I, I'll say this, and and you at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year. You know, they were more Daniels-oriented. Moss was still a little bit hesitant. I've watched Moss grow up from the beginning of the year to where he's at today. That dude has started running with some power, a little putting his shoulder down, sort of taking charge a little bit, especially, like you said, between the tackles, right? That Those mm-hmm. those runs between the tackles. So I've been pretty impressed with him. The athleticism and, and the sort of natural running that Owens has, none of them compare to that, right? Well, he gets in there and he finds those openings and he just he he he's got a, a feel for space, right? But Moss, man, Moss has been one of those just, I mean, a power back. Something you're very familiar with. Yeah, I mean, he he does. He does. But I mean, if you got a two-back tandem, you feed off both of them. Yeah. You feed off of them. I mean, it's no different from me and Mike Goodson. It's 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 the same deal. Like you use those people to the best of what their skill sets is. Yeah, you had the speed, he had the power, right? Right. So you put, <laughs> you, so you put them, you put them in some type of formation to where they're for the off for the defenses don't know who's who or who's what. No, and you know I what? You. One of the things, one of the things that we've talked about is you know you can do that, and now you've got those weapons back there. You can do a little bit of misdirection with those guys. And all of a sudden, you can help the offensive line because the defense can't just trigger, right? Yes, that's 
So that it goes back to my point earlier of having the old school mindset. You have to become creative. Yeah. And that's what we're playing. The coach we're playing this week, he's creative. He knows he's younger. Hypo, he's going to do some weird shit. Right. He knows how to get, you know, he's going to speed the game up. That's what Absolutely. the guy's been talking about on the radio. Like, hey, what's, what are you worried about? Well, we know they're going to do, uh, they're going to do this shit quick. They're going to get up to the line. They're going to snap it. We got to be ready. Yeah. yeah. They're going to run a lot of plays. It. There ain't no question. We don't do that. And they might run the ball a hundred times, Tennessee. They don't need to throw it. They're, right. they're running the ball a lot. Hey, Corey, you, know, look, you, you brought up the offensive line earlier. You brought up the offensive line earlier. What do we got to see from that group? Who's got to step up? Because they've been underperforming all year. I mean, it's the same people we've been talking about. It's Lane Robinson, your right guard, and Foster. They got to block somebody. If there's not somebody in front of them, they got to find someone. Because they, they just lose interest if they don't get their hands on somebody. If they don't have their hands on somebody, they're out of the play. You know what I'm saying? They got to find you know, they got to communicate. Those guys on the offensive line aren't communicating. Last year we talked about it when uh, – what's that left guard came in? You said, hey, man, he's starting to communicate with these other guys. What was his Cam name? Cam Newberry. Newberry, yeah. He was communicating. He was talking like, hey, we got to slide protect. Do-. They're not doing that shit. They're not communicating at all. And that's that's the kind of stuff – they haven't gotten any better. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Other teams yeah. are getting better. Our guys aren't getting better. We got guys that are four- and five-star recruits that are playing – they're not – they're still – Right there. They're not getting drafted because our coaching staff isn't helping them out. Hey, Jay, so our coaching staffs are great salesmen. They're great salesmen, but they that they are. That's about it. Jay, you're an offensive line guy, man. You watch a little bit of the offensive line, or is that not your thing? No, I watch it all, bro. Because, you know, I look at this group, I look at this group, and I was was an old line coach, man. That was my thing, right? I look at this group, and they're plenty talented. They're plenty talented. But for some reason, I don't know if it's, you know, playing favorites or, you know, Adazio doesn't like certain guys or I don't know what's going on. But, you know, a guy fathery who started two years already and all of a sudden he he's nowhere to be seen. He, they put him in the game so he can't be that injured, right? They put him in the game so he can't be that injured. Dewberry, who I thought made the offensive line better last year as a freshman when he got in at guard. And he's, you know, he's stuck behind a couple of guys at guard, right? And Layden Robinson, by the way, who's a who's a senior, that guy's been horrible. I know, no offense, Layden, you know, don't get mad at me, but his play has not been up to par to what he should be doing, right? So, I mean, how do I don't even get it, man? I, I don't understand it. What, what do we, how do how do we get past that? It's 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 coaching. Hey, there it is. That's it. <laughs> like, hey, all right, Dvorsky, I wanted to ask you an honest question. If we had Lane Kiffin or that kid Heupel at Tennessee coaching this team, would we be where we're at right now or would we be better? I'm just asking. You know, you know what I mean? Way better. Way better. That's because, that's, like, like I said, dude. They, they're younger. The, they know the difference. The game of football has changed. Yes. You and that's the smartest see. thing Nick Saban ever did. Nick Saban, he went out and hired Lane Kiffin because he knew that the game was changing. Nick Saban knew it. And he wasn't willing to make changes until he hired Lane Kiffin. And Lane came in and changed that offense. Nick didn't so much like Lane that much, got rid of his ass, but he kept his philosophy. You see what I'm saying? He kept the it's, offense. He's like, I got to change. 
the game has just changed. These it's look at the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Game's passing him by. It's passed these old dudes up, man. It's, did y'all it's, watch Army? Did y'all watch Army play football this year? No, I have y'all know Army. They they usually run the option, right? Run the ball a hundred times a game. I'll be damned if they didn't throw the ball 20 times the other day when I watched them play. <laughs> Freaked me the hell out. I'm like, what? They're running from the shotgun. They ain't running the triple option. I was like, who am I watching? Yeah. It's taken them two years under that new coach to get to that point. But, dude, I'm just like, 20, who am I 20 throws. Now, the quarterbacks suck. Don't get me wrong. They suck. But it was something. Hey, so so let's let's finish up with the Aggies just, just real quick here. If – this offense to be successful, who's got to be the player of the game? Divorce can start us off. Say that question again. If this offense is going to be successful this Saturday, who's got to be your player of the game? Man, you know who I'm going with, Muhammad. Boost. That's who he's going with. Corey, whose name has I been saying since middle of last year? Beginning Moose. of last year. We've been talking about Moose. We don't understand why he's not more in the game. We don't I mean – we love Evan Stewart. We love Anias. We love Moose. But why can't – there should be enough ball to go around all three guys. Last year it took an injury to Anias to get Moose on the field. It took him taking the sleeves off or some shit, I guess. I don't know what it was. That was some I, stupid shit. I think I have an idea, but I'm not sure. What? Moose is a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dog. He's house? You think he's in the doghouse? Well, no, that okay. I, I put it like this: He has the Des Bryant effect. Mm. Oh. Hey, <laughs> Des is, is one of my dudes, man. That's what I'm saying. Des is one of my dudes. If if I if I if I'm gonna put together a football team, he'd be he'd be one of the first folks I'm calling. Absolutely. So let's go around college football, Corey. You the man. Best matchup of the weekend. I think it's Oregon-Washington. The spread is three. Washington's minus three at home. What are your thoughts? I like that Oregon team, man. That Oregon team's impressing me. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It ain't going to be much defense at all. It's going to be like an old Big 12 game. <laughs> points, points, think, points. Jay? Everybody's scoring. Well, for me, bro, I don't even really watch other teams at, at all the time. Like, right now, my focus on my Aggies trying to get their shit together. Well, I, I'll tell you this. The number one game I'm watching this weekend is definitely A&M's matchup with Tennessee. But number two is that Oregon-Washington matchup. And I think that's going to be a good game. I, but I'm with you. Oregon, I take Oregon from what I've seen so far out of those guys. How about number 10 USC against Notre Dame at Notre Dame? Notre Dame's mm-hmm. minus three. They're favored. Notre Dame is favored against the undefeated USC. Corey, what do you think? Oh, give me Notre Dame. That USC, USC just went to triple overtime at home against Arizona. Come on. That's true. Yeah, they give, they, yeah, they do give up points. Against Dion, yeah, that's true. Dion almost got him one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dion almost got him one. I'm going to tell you this. I guarantee you this. Dion is, uh, his son is coming back next year for his senior year. He ain't leaving. He ain't leaving because he, Dion wants to see year two of Colorado. Dion wants to see year two of Colorado. Okay, okay let me. I've been saying it already. I've been saying Dion's our next coach at AM, by the way. I've been saying that. Go ahead, oh. Divorce. Say it's true. Say it's true. It's two, it's two, it's two prospects. Dion and who? Aaron Glenn. 
Oh, yeah. Lynn is a head coach. Oh, Why yeah. Not? Is he hey. head coach anywhere yet? He's been he's been interviewing all over the NFL, man. He's going to be a head coach very soon, if probably after this year, because they're he doing he a great job out there in Detroit. Detroit with Matt, with Kim? Yeah, yeah, doing a great job in Detroit. I mean, I think I'd be honest. I'd really think if Dion's going to be our head coach, I love I me. Mean, I love Aaron Glenn. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't know if he had any head coach. They're going to make a big splash if they hire somebody. Hey. I, I don't think Aaron Glenn would be that big splash. If you want, if you want to be relatable, you got to go get Dion or Aaron Glenn. Hey, Dion, I, I agree. I think I think either one of those two guys is going to come in Glenn, with the ability to to relate to the kids, right? To relate to the players, and and either one of those guys brings the reputation to do that. Yeah, I'd love I'd love either one of them. I think they're both they're, they're both big time ball players. Yeah. Yep. Last game, real quick. Miami, who everybody had as a as a national championship contender up until this past weekend, is that your is that your boys UNC Corey Corey? You love you some UNC. They're minus three and a half. What do you think? Miami doesn't get their head out of their ass like they did last week. Fucking, why, how, why, how do you not take a knee? How do you not take a knee on that play. That's uh, the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Divorce? Did you see that shit? No, I haven't seen it. They could have run out the clock, took a knee, run out the clock, and instead they handed it off a fumble. The other team got it back and scored with like 27 seconds left. Lost the game. That's dumb. It's just, that's just, yeah, it was just dumb. And another Aggie one, lost another, to that team. The Aggies lost bad to that team. I can't believe that. It hurts another, my feelings. Another one of those Carolina, old school coaches, home, man. Give me Carolina. That, that's, hey, that's what I'm trying to tell you. They need, a, they need to get out of the way, man. Get out the way. I, that's what we said two years ago. It's like, we said Durkin. Just get out of the way, man. Just don't you don't have to come chuck these guys too much. Yeah. Just, let him play. Let him go play. Just hey, he's got just LT ima- Overton. Just, he's got defensive playing in the secondary. Just imagine. Just imagine if Deion Sanders had our defensive line. Yeah. Or our talent, period. Look at our talent period. we have here. Period. If you put a Tennessee's roster up against AM roster, we should be favored by twenty Saturday. Hey. I'd love to see Shador with this group of receivers. I'll tell you that. Oh, you and me both. Man. Hey, a couple of questions for the tailgate. Here we go. For the Aggies to win out, who needs to step that game up? I'll tell you who. The coaches need to step their game up. <laughs> the damn coaches need to step their game up. That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm just tired of their, I'm tired of their bullshit. <laughs> and they're, and they're, all they have to say is execute all the time. Hey, we need to execute. Hey, yeah. this this week Man, Jimbo went back to well, we got to have experience to win. Hey, oh, you gonna use shit. that again? Last year you weren't experienced enough. Now you're gonna use it again, Jay. What do you think? Coaching. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. La- we got the dogs. One. Here we go. said we got the dogs. Last one. Here we go. Is Jimbo actually on the hot seat? Is Jimbo actually on the hot seat? Jay, why don't you start us off? 1,000%. Yes. He just so said they're going to pay out that they're going to pay out that 77 million dollar buyout. That ain't Let me tell you right something. Hey bro, let me tell you something about the Maggies, bro. They go get your ass out of there, man, if you don't do what That's you're right. supposed to do. Money ain't a problem. Money ain't a problem, bro. Nope. I love it. I love it. Yeah, hey Jay, appreciate you having coming on, man. We'll talk after the show a second. 
Yes, sir. Giga Maggies. Yes, AP, Jay, C-Money, signing out. <laughs>